sometimes I don't realize and I have to tell myself, like, stop talking. That is and my mouth will hurt and everything, but I'll just be going, no, 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 no. I, okay. I promise I'm not lying to you. I promise. If your mouth is hurting, <laughs> then you probably need to stop talking. I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy. And my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together we're a hot mess. Oh my god. There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture because the way he's standing right now, he's gonna look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth. Okay. I don't know. It's a. You know how some people get quiet because they're nervous? I talk when I'm nervous. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes sense. Yeah. If you're talking because you're nervous. That's me. It's nervous. Pete, thank you. That feels so much better. Oh, that's beautiful. That's the first time you adjusted the mic nice. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. It took 42 episodes. Can I tell you I feel so less stressed? Because I didn't want to re- I didn't want to rebuke him. And I didn't want him to rebuke me. So I just went with it. I felt like I was going to have an epileptic seizure. The way this mic is. Are you recording this? You should be recording this. Because this is hilarious. I'm giving you gold. Let me tell you something. He never answered if he was recording this or not. You never know with producer Brandon. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? Oh, listen. (laughs) Listen. Somebody listen. Let somebody show a little interest in you. Next thing you know, he got on a scarf like Mr. Roper. He's going to be like, y'all ready or do I need to go? What what are we doing on? What are we doing on? What time is call time? I'm like, call time? We ain't never had call time before in our life. (laughs) But he adjusted this mic so nice, I could actually see you for the first time. I see what you look like. That's good. You know, I always would wonder. Wow. I always would wonder how you you said that the mic was set up to where you couldn't see me, but I just never got that because I could always see you in your eyes, too. Well, you're tall. I just figured if if I can see your eyes, your eyes have to be able to see me. I couldn't see you at all. I just, for the first time, find out what you look like. You are very handsome. I can't. Thank I didn't know you. what you look like. I can't see your mouth. You look like you would be. You sounded like an Ezekiel, though. An Ezekiel. And your name is Marcellus. No, my, my name you is Ezekiel. Sounded like an Ezekiel. My name is Ezekiel. Y'all, I'm seeing Marcellus. For the, the way producer Brandon did this mic was beautiful today. I could actually see because usually it's right in my face, and I can't see nothing the whole time. I feel like I'm in another room. Can I arguably oh, say? Can yeah. I arguably say maybe this is the first time you allowed him to do it? No, I didn't say nothing to him. He just came over and adjusted it. I didn't say one word to him. I just wanted to be a little asshole. You know what? <laughs> okay. Because you always fighting and combating him, and you won't let him fix the mic. I do not fight and combating him. So I now, don't combating him at all. Now he's fully been able to. I don't. That's what Marcella said. He said I'm always fighting and combating him, and I just repeated what Marcella said. <laughs> This is my first time seeing him. I figure he know what he's talking about. Y'all ain't going to come for me today. (laughs) Auntie, Auntie Maxine Waters, they're trying to come for me. What did you tell them? Don't come for me unless I send for you. Send for you. (laughs) Oh, her and Oprah didn't like being called aunties because they said make them feel old. Auntie Oprah, Auntie Maxine. They are old. I just think they need to, but like not old in a bad way. You are your age. It's beautiful. They're in their 60s, aren't they? It's endearing. We love you. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, uh, Oprah and Maxine, I can't call y'all by your first name. I was raised in the 80s. Mm -hmm. We don't call adults by their first name. We do not. I have to put a handle on it is what I was told. And I would like to say auntie because it makes you feel more like you're my family. You said you had to put a handle on it? Yeah. They told us as a young kid, put a handle on that name. You don't call nobody by their first name. Yeah. Put a handle on it. They whoop you. <laughs> they beat me with a belt. <laughs> Why you gotta look so serious? 
because <laughs> that's a lot what of people don't know this. You guys are getting these participation <laughs> trophies. We just lost and went home. <laughs> Ain't nobody gave you no Patricia Patricia participation uh, trophy. <laughs> we just a, lost. What is a Patricia? What is a Patricia Payton? Who is Patricia Payton? A Patricia Payton <laughs> trophy. You know who Patricia Payton is. <laughs> You don't know who Patricia Payton is. Who Look it is up. Patricia Payton? Look her up. Patricia Payton. I'm about to type right Patricia now. Patricia Payton. P A T R I C I A P A Y T O N. Patricia Payton trophy. We don't do no Patricia Payton trophy. What we had to do is if you lost, you just went home. And your mama said, <laughs> well, you'll do better that, next time. The first thing that came up is Patricia Payton obituary. See? <laughs> what that mean? You lost? <laughs> Shoot. Oh, my gosh. And I'm going to tell y'all right now. You lost. And that's okay. Just go so home. What, can you clarify for the audience what you're trying to say when you say participation? I said participation. Participate. That's what I said. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say is that you talked to me. You said, oh, Kenneth, you know, and I made a reference about when I grew up. And I'm yeah. just saying that you don't get to, you know, a lot of this generation have to deal with loss. They don't know how to deal with loss. Yeah. Huh? They want to What you say about just it? just showing up. Right. And that don't work. And that didn't work for us. You know, I bet that goes back to the handle. Because I bet you, I bet you that Patricia Payton won an award for just showing up. And that's why it's a Patricia Payton trophy. And they said, you're not going to get no Patricia Payton award? No, Patricia. Probably some teacher. Your name, your last name may be Payton, but you didn't pay your way in here. It was a black teacher. She was fed up. Mm -hmm. What do you think? There's a Patricia Payton award? (laughs) It was a student from last year. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -mm. You ain't going to get no Patricia Payton award. You just lost. <laughs> Patricia. And that's how you learn character. Yeah. Huh? What you think about it? You got to go through stuff. If everything is handed to you, you're not going through nothing. If everything is handed to you, you won't know how to hand it back. You won't know how to hand it back. You okay? better say something in here. Even a diamond has to go through some struggle. Some, tr- some, some Preach, man of God. Some t- tribulation. Huh? To come out shining. In order to go in... You got to come out. Uh-huh. And in order to come out, you got to go in. You better say something about it. <laughs> Listen, we preaching. <laughs> You're not going to tell us we don't know what we're talking about up in here today. Goodness, I have a question for you. How was your week? It was a blessing. Mm-hmm. My week has been a blessing. I'm so happy to be alive. and I'm happy to be in the land of the living. Me too. Every day above ground is a what? Good day. It's a great day. And I'm excited about it. I got a little bit of money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, but a little bit. Okay. And a little bit will take you a lot of places. But you got enough. I got gas in my car. Uh-huh. Huh? What you know about it? That's that's, that's what you need. I'm excited. You should be. I got food in the refrigerator. I've been cooking at home. I'm very proud. And eating out. Okay. Huh? So you got enough to do that. And I'm excited about it. You should be excited. I'm How was your proud. week? My week was amazing. Yeah. You want to know why? Well, I sure did. Because I'm alive. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Y'all, I cannot do it again today. I'm I so cannot. excited about it. You're alive. If you're listening to me right now and you're listening to this, say, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. Say it five times. I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. That's what I'm saying. Look at your other neighbor and tap him on the shoulder and say, what? I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive. Producer Brandon, say it. There's always one. (laughs) There's always one. But you know what? 
You got to keep preaching anyway. Everybody's not going to say amen. That's right. That's right. Huh. You're not preaching for an amen. You know what I learned from Robert? What? I'm alive. I'm alert, awake, enthusiastic. Who is that? Robert who? Robert McMillan. Robert McMillan, if you're listening, your life is influencing. I'm a, I'm a lot. I'm alive, I'm alert, I'm awake, enthusiastic. You know I got a back scratcher. <laughs> you saw me trying to scratch my back. He's trying to scratch that back with a tube of toothpaste. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I bought a back scratcher, and I'm going to tell you why. It's mm-hmm. the most adult decision I ever made. Mm-hmm. How many times have you been in your life needing to scratch your back and you can't reach it? A million. And then you see a back scratcher, and you go, I don't need that. Because my back ain't itching at that moment. It's a gift shop. It's a souvenir. It's a throwaway item. That's but not something not you think thinking about. thinking about the future. Out of everything that I think about buying on purpose, I never huh. go, I need a back scratcher. This is, this is a prophetic episode. But I decided because we've been on home for quarantine and I'm just ordering all kind of dumb stuff off of Amazon. Me too. Making him wealthier and he don't need none of my money. But Mr. whatever. Bezos. I'm stuck in the cycle. Mm-hmm. So I said... I'm going to get a back scratcher. You should. I bought a back scratcher for $5.99. Back scratcher? On Prime. Came here today. I love it. I've used it twice, and it's the best feeling in the world to know that I realized that I had an itch and I had a scratcher. That's how they know they can get you, because when I see something that says Prime available like hmm. at the bottom, I get happy. Super excited. And that's how Jeff, Jeff, Jeff know what he's doing. He just bought another mansion somewhere in the, on the moon. I wonder if his mansion came on Prime. I wish I could just, I'm going to ask him if he pay my student loans. He might. You never know. If I can just get in the same room with him one day, I'm going to be like, could you, would you be able to just. Would you, could you. And I want him to pay for me to go back to school to get a doctorate. And just maybe a laptop. He could do it. Well, Kenneth, I want to say I'm so glad that we are both alive because we get to record this and we get to say welcome to my fave. Welcome, everybody. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Have a seat. Have a seat. Chill out. I want to say, you know, be careful if you're driving and everything, but most likely you at home because it's still COVID. And I know you don't got nothing to do. You don't got to lie. I know you like to tell people you got a lot to do, but you know you don't got nothing to do. Auntie Rona's in town. Auntie Rona's in town. And when she's visiting, you stay home. She's the extra auntie. She's the one that's real extra. Right. She's real extra. Is all them kids going to be there? Right. I, ugh, I don't know if I'm coming out of them kids. And Auntie Ron is like, I'm not coming unless everybody wearing a mask. And you know she lying because she going to come anyway. <laughs> Auntie Ron is so. the one that park in your driveway, but not all the way. Right. And get mad. Well, you had enough space to get yeah. in. <laughs> Auntie Rona, no, you got to move your car up. And she drive an old Mercedes E-Class. <laughs> it's an E-Class Mercedes Benz. And it's not super old, but it's not super new. It's like right in the middle where it's transitioning. Mm-hmm. That's Auntie Rona. That's Auntie Rona. And Auntie Rona, the one that come to your house and act like she's not judging you, but she is. I'm telling everybody you got dust or something. She's passive aggressive. She's very passive aggressive. <laughs> That's Auntie Rona. So happy to be all have y'all here today. But no, very happy to have y'all here. And this is my fave. Like I said, this is our 11th episode in our third season. Kenneth, do you realize we've been doing this forever? On Facebook, it popped up that it was, um, I think, two years. Shut up. Yeah. No. Two years? Two years or a year ago? I can't think we do it for two years. It was 2018 when we started, Ken. It's 2020. Shut your mouth. Oh, I'm serious. So we started I was just 20- I was just ending college. Shut your mouth. I'm telling the truth. 2018? Yeah. And it's 2020? It's 2020. We just been in the twilight zone. We well, you guys, welcome. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited about it. Look at what happened. And you know what? I want to say to anyone that is just, just thinking about doing anything, whether it be a podcast, mm-hmm. a video, a makeup tutorial, mm-hmm. you want to show if pictures you wanna... of your feet, listen, 
uh, OnlyFans page. The OnlyFans. Listen, all you got to do is make the first step and do it. Mm-hmm. Everything else will figure itself out. Because what we do as people is mm-hmm. we spend more time thinking about what we can't do than what we can do. Oh, shine it up. And we never do anything. My God. Because of what we can't hey! do. You know I what? hear him in the room. I would much rather mm-hmm. let some years pass and I look back and say, hey, I started a project and it went all bad. Then to say, hey, I really want to start something and I never did it. You better say it in here today. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Do you know where all the talent is? Talent's at home. It's in the grave. <laughs> yes, it's in the grave. <laughs> it's in the grave. I was going to say the talent's at home because of Corona, but you went deeper. I went a little bit <laughs> deeper than what you thought I was gonna do you went six feet deep I went you better say it in here some of y'all are six feet deep six feet deep in depression six feet deep and God wanna pull you out and you know who put you in that depression you because you let yourself talk you in come out of it come on out oh I feel a preach in my belly and you know what me and Ken talk to you we'll we'll lift your spirits all you gotta do is instant message me yeah send me a DM and it's not gonna be no nothing sexual (laughs) huh It ain't going down in my DM. Everything's going up. It's going up. Huh? What you know about it? Yonder. Kenneth, it's time for our lights, camera, action. Well, I'm ready. Uh, oh, yeah. Ready for my close-up, oh, Mr. My, DeVille? Yeah. So, Ken, I have two things for you for this lights, camera, action. What you want to very, know? very, very excited about it. I don't never know what he's going to do. I'm because nervous. Because of the times, you know, we got to stick Ooh, to what the times are, okay? About it. And two of the biggest, biggest things going on right now mm-hmm. are, of course, well, one of the biggest things, I'm not going to say two, I was going to say social distancing, uh, quarantine, and COVID-19, but let's just put it all in one. Okay. COVID-19. Okay. And I want to know two things about you. I want to know. Uh, how you answer this quiz and it's your quarantine habits will reveal your age and height with alarming accuracy you i'm sorry you want to know what <laughs> your quarantine habits will reveal your age and height with alarming accuracy age and height okay. let's see if that's real and one more thing i want to know how much do you really know about covid19 got it okay, okay. and this is for all of you listening because mm-hmm. we like to educate as well as entertained on the rhyme, but it didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> here we go, Ken. Are you I'm ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Be honest. What time do you usually wake up? I usually wake up at Wait. eight. Oh. oh, well, you answered it. I was going to read them off to you. Oh, you were doing like, is it a multiple choice qu- answers? Yeah. I'm going to wait and be obedient. What did you want to <laughs> tell me about it? Early, like 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Nope. 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. 10 a.m. Around noon, 2 p.m., 3 p.m., or later. 8 a.m. waking up at 3. Well, you know, some people might have night shift. That's true. 8 a.m. I'm not going to shame nobody because it's 2020. I ain't going to shame you. Yeah, some people work at night, Marcella. Um, what does your typical quarantine outfit look like? Pajamas all day, my dude. Something cozy, like sweats. Jeans and a t-shirt. A change from the way. I change from the waist up for video meetings. <laughs> I wear the same thing I normally wear to work slash school, or it varies a lot. No, Let me, it's a uh, comfortable sweats. Let me read it. Uh, something cozy like sweats. Yep, got it's you. Very cozy. How often have you been showering? LOL. You don't want to know. Once every few weeks. Oh. Once a week. Two, three times a week. Four or five times a week. Every day. Three times a week. 
I need to shower right now. I was ooh. I'm gonna say two to three times a week. Yeah, I said about three times a week. I've been showering. I ain't shaming you. No, my I honest. I mean, my honest. Be honest. How are your quarantine meals going? Mm-hmm. Great. I'm basically a chef. Same old, same old. I've had to get creative, but not bad. Okay, not great to be honest. Or I am a human trash can. No, I've been cooking a lot. Basically a chef. I'm basically a chef. I yeah, believe it. I love it. I've you been be cooking, 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 cooking. How are you spending your free time? Okay. Watching practically every TV show or movie available. Mm-hmm. My fave. Scrolling the farthest I've ever scrolled on social media. Mm-hmm. Playing video games. Mm-hmm. Crafting DIYs. Lots of home improvement. Baking basically everything. I truly have no idea what I've been doing these past two months or a I, few months. If I have to say something, it's been... TV show after TV show. Like, in my free time, I've been watching things on TV. Got it, got it, got it. Have you made any big changes to your hair since the quarantine started? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't touched my hair. I did a little DIY trim. Thanks for asking. I'm supporting a whole new haircut. Glad you noticed. I put some colorful streaks to keep it fun, fresh, you know. I chopped it all off. It's a completely different color now. I chopped it all off. Wow. Yeah. Uh, if you guys know, I had locks and I cut them off exactly three weeks ago. How are you no, feeling? Four weeks ago. How are you feeling about video calls right now? I'm constantly on Zoom or FaceTime. They've been great. I love catching up. They're fine, I guess. Nothing out the ordinary. I could do without so many, but they're all right. I never want to have another one again in my life. Please and thanks. Constantly on Zoom. Constantly. Same. Constantly. And finally, what time have you been going to bid bid? Early, like 8 or 9 p.m.? Nope. Around 10 p.m.? Midnight? One or, let me read correctly. Midnight? One or 2 a.m.? Three or 4 a.m.? The sun is up by the time I go to bed. One or 2 a.m. Last night I went to bed at 329. Oh, you a night owl. Yeah, one or 2 (laughs) a.m. Yeah. I, I, I Are you ready away. for this? Yeah, it's so. It's supposed to tell me how much I weigh. No, it's <laughs> oh no, I don't. That never came up. It's oh. supposed to tell you. Wait, wait a minute! You said I'm gonna do something that's gonna tell me how tall I am and how much I weigh. No, no, no! It's gonna tell you your age and your height. Huh? It says that you are right. 25 years old, and you are six one. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I look and see myself. That's right. Your quarantine has been a little hectic, but you're doing great. That's exactly how I see myself. I feel like I'm 25, and in my mind, I'm 6'1". Accurate. Now, let's go on to some some stuff that I want everyone to hear so we can all learn more. Just so you guys know, I'm 41, and and I'm 5'2". Nice. What, Kenneth? What does COVID-19 stand for? Oh, okay. It's a term for coronavirus disease 19 because it's the 19th strain of coronavirus discovered. Mm-hmm. It's a term that stands for coronavirus disease disease 2019, the year it was first identified. It was the uh, the most strands. The 20, it's the 19th strand discovered. What other viruses belong to the coronavirus family? Okay. SARS and influenza. Mm-hmm. SARS and MERS. Mm-hmm. SARS and HIV. SARS and influenza. True or false? Mm-hmm. A vaccine stimulates your immune system to produce antibodies like it would if you were exposed to the virus. True. 
true. There are currently vaccines for the following coronaviruses. SARS, mm-hmm. MERS, mm-hmm. SARS and MERS, none of the above. Uh, SARS and MERS. SARS and MERS. Mm-hmm. How many vaccine candidates for COVID-19 have been proposed? 25, 100, 120 plus. How many vaccine candidates? Yeah. What that mean? Um, how many possible vaccines have been kind of suggested almost? Oh, 25. True or false, the virus is mutating rapidly. True. How does weather seem to affect the novel coronavirus? The novel coronavirus, sorry. Mm-hmm. What's- the virus can't survive in hot, humid climates. Mm-hmm. Cold temperatures can kill the virus. It is not yet known. They said when it first came out that it can't survive in hot, humid climates, but I think it's unknown. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Currently, which group has had more severe effects of COVID-19, men or women? Um, women. Women. True or false, COVID-19 has currently been detected on all seven continents. True. All right, that's all. I'm going to press submit and see if oh, you pass or fail. What's the score? What is it? Is it a pass or fail or is it a percentage? I don't know. I'm about to see. Right, oh, right, I'm excited, right. you guys. Okay, so <laughs> I just want you to know that you got a 22%. Out of what? I'm thinking out of 100. What What are you talking about? It said good start, so it's <laughs> You know what? That's something they say to kids that get off the short bus. They're not, they're condescending towards me. Oh, but see, at least you yes, didn't want yeah. your Patricia Payton. That's fine. So let's look at these answers because we need to know. So um, before I look, I'm going to try to whatever. I know that I think that coronavirus 2019 is for coronavirus 2019. Okay, okay. I just remember watching, Um, there's a nice documentary on Netflix. I saw that. You would think I learned something. From it's a it. term for coronavirus coronavirus disease 2019 the year it was first identified oh okay i'm not gonna read all the other stuff but right right that's the answer okay um so i just basically got 22 percent out of 100 well i was very confident as i was answering no you know what i believe in you thank you so much to everybody that's listening what other viruses belong to the coronavirus family uh-huh it is actually uh sars and mers oh okay when sars so and co- influenza there's a coronavirus um mers yeah do they have uh, coronavirus the Riva? All right, I'm moving on. Hmm. True or false, the vaccine stimulates your immune system to produce antibodies like it would if you were exposed Wouldn't to the virus. Wasn't that true? That's true. You did good. Oh, God. There are currently vaccines for the following coronaviruses. It was none of the above. Oh. Wait, you said there's <laughs> currently vaccines? Mm-hmm. Well, God dang it. No, there ain't no vaccines for none of this stuff. It's all right. Test it was a trick question. Tests make people nervous. I understand. I don't wow. like tests. That's fine. At least I got 22. How many vaccine candidates for COVID-19 have been proposed? I had said 25. It's actually 120 plus. I didn't know that either. That's mm. crazy. I don't trust none of them. Right. Because they're out of 120, you ain't got none? Yeah, I'm good. True or false, the virus is mutating rapidly. I had said true on that. That is false. Oh. The novel corona, novel corona. Coronavirus is periodically changing or mutating in form. It doesn't, however, seem to be mutating 
particularly rapidly. By contrast, according to the CDC, the flu is constantly changing. That damn flu. Well, I'd be thinking that it was changing fast because I don't know what fast is. Right. And this is why flu vaccines must be updated every year. I got a theory that we're going to have coronavirus vaccines every year. Currently, which group has had more severe effects of COVID-19? Men. You got that right. Oh. True or false, COVID-19 has currently been detected on all seven continents. Oh, I actually got that wrong. I said women. And that's false. According to the CDC, COVID-19 has been detected in Africa, the Americas, Europe, Asia, Australia, but not in Antarctica. Oh, it's so cold, huh? Possibly, ain't nobody possibly. going out talking But yes, about that is good to know for coronavirus. Well, look at so us offering education to the people. And now um, we are going to go on to a break so everyone can think about that. How you doing? My name is Carrie. How you doing? My name is Shirley. And this is what? COVID and eyebrows. COVID and eyebrows, baby. That's right. That's right. We were sitting at home trying to figure out what we're going to do. We're trying to raise some money. Right. I haven't been able to go to my job down there at the Quick Pick, and you haven't been able to go to your job. I haven't. And you know what? You got to make it happen for yourself, and that's what I'm trying to do. So I called my good friend, and I said, girl, we about to go down here on the corner of Lock and Two. Lock and we two. about to get us some <laughs> money. We about to secure the bag, mm-hmm. and we're going to do what? COVID and eyebrows. COVID and eyebrows. Now tell, us, tell us what it's about, let me Let me tell you something. You just pull up. We got a little chair that's right out here on the corner, right under a palm tree. Make sure it's rice and shade. My girl going to stick you with the swab in your nose. Uh-huh. Do all your stuff. And then I'm going to come in and I'm going to start threading your eyebrows. Now, listen, I'm a little heavy handed and I don't want nobody complaining and stuff. Because last mm-hmm. time I had somebody nose start bleeding and they want to sue me. Right. But listen, that don't got nothing to do with me. Nothing so to do with her. It's a contract you got to sign and let me know that it don't got nothing to do with me. Sometimes I get a little knee jerk reaction uh-huh. and I might stick it all the way in your brain and I may puncture something. But that don't got nothing to do with me. Listen, we got a package called surprise Mm -hmm. we got another package called questioning Mm -hmm. and we got another package talking about i'm thinking about it yeah thinking about it your eyebrows kind of go in an arch and curve at the end right we love the arch we got a high arch in the middle Mm -hmm. and when you're thinking about it it's straight straight across because you're thinking about it now you do got to pay extra if you want them to connect i love it that's called the frida pinto Uh uh-huh now at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day by the time your results come back you're going to be looking beautiful beautiful just like a maybelline woman maybe it's maybelline Uh uh-huh but it's (laughs) Not. It's not. It's, it's COVID and eyebrows. What? On the corner of Lock and Two. Lock Come and on two. down there where the two and lock meet. Over there by the 405 and the 105. And listen, just think about it. If you get the surprise and you get a test you don't like, you ain't gotta worry about looking different. You're gonna have that same look. You're gonna be Girl, surprised. You better know it. <laughs> COVID and eyebrows. Come on down. Come on down. You gotta get tested anyway. Welcome back. We are back. Oh, we're back. And we're here. And not only are we here, we're alive. And not only are we alive, we're black. And not only are we black, can you go help me out? You know what? I thought you were going in another way. Okay. And so I was waiting for you to, for the train to go down that track. And you didn't go. And so it I never said, okay, went, well, I'm going to huh? let him go because I didn't know. I got on the wrong train. I was waiting for you. No, you were waiting for a Patricia Payton medal. No, I was not. Uh-uh. <clears throat> Anyway, Kenneth, the world, myself, and everyone in Antarctica would like to know, what is your... Oh, Ken, we did it again. You didn't tell me. And I never know until I'm about to say this. (laughs) I know what you're about to say. (laughs) We didn't say what the the theme was today. Everybody, Ken, you go ahead and you do it. Everybody, welcome to our episode. And our theme (laughs) is, (laughs) what is your favorite 
courtroom movie or television show. Yeah. It's a for real subgenre. It is. And it's basically any movie which 90% of it is around a court case. Yep. Obviously, you could talk about what's going on in the lives of the lawyer, the judge, all the defendants, blah, 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 outside the court. But this subgenre is literally about what goes on in the court. Mm-hmm. So, and there's a lot of shows and a lot of movies. A whole lot, a whole lot. So, so now, let me start over. Okay, <clears throat> go ahead, go ahead. Kenneth Brown. Yes, sir. The world, uh-huh. myself, and Mr. Pac-Man would like to know, what is your fave... Courtroom drama move. Yes! So I'm really excited to share with you guys my favorite courtroom movie. I have a <laughs> uh I have a must watch, which we'll get to at the end for those of you who are fans of the podcast. And I have some honorable mentions. Yes. But my favorite courtroom movie, which I can literally put this on right now and watch it today, and I'll be so excited. I would like you all to put your hands together for Philadelphia. Ooh. Came out in 1993, starring Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington. This movie is freaking amazing. It is a drama, and it really touched on the convergence of a lot of couple of things that were going on right now. When a man with HIV is fired by his law firm, Mm-hmm. Because of his condition, he hires a homophobic small-time lawyer as the only willing advocate for his wrongful dismissal suit. Dismissal suit. Wow. Now, this is 1993. This is at, you know, people are really dying of AIDS in the 90s. Yeah. And it was a real, real issue. You couldn't even be out in the military in 1993. Sure couldn't. President Clinton passed the don't. Um, he passed the uh, don't ask don't tell. Don't ask, don't tell. Mm-hmm. He promised to repeal, and that you could just be openly gay when he was campaigning. But yeah. once he got in, he changed it and was like, "Well, I'm just going to do a compromise." Mm-hmm. And so basically, we're going to do don't ask, don't tell. And then don't ask, don't tell was repealed in 2011. Mm. But that just lets you know where we were as a society. As yeah. a society, everyone was freaking out about. HIV and about yeah. age much like we are in this quarantine time so you can kind of relate it back to the idea that everyone was super judgmental about um, the gay lifestyle in addition to uh, AIDS so yeah we have Tom Hanks who's the lovable Tom Hanks and he was chosen specifically to play this character because the director was like you know what I feel like he's if any if the if America is ready to talk about a man with AIDS Tom Hanks has to be the perfect actor to be able to portray this so oh, yeah. the audience will will want to know the audience will be invested to want to see this unfold in a positive way and sure enough Tom Hanks, who, by the way, won an Oscar for this, for Best uh, for best Actor. Really? For Philadelphia in 1993. He won the Oscar. He won the Academy Award. Oh, okay. Did a you phenomenal know your job. Let me tell you, he did a phenomenal job. No, I love this movie. Now, Denzel Washington comes on board as the, as the lawyer. And originally, this role was going to go to Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. But when Denzel Washington showed some interest in the film, the director was like, I've always been wanting to work with Denzel Washington, so I'm going to give it to Denzel Washington. That's just where Denzel was. He just mm-hmm. gave it to him. Now, Tom Hanks had to lose like over 90 pounds so that he can look gaunt and he can look, you know, as if he was really ravaged with the disease. Yeah. Whereas they made um, Denzel Washington put on weight. 
So uh, oh. Denzel Washington used to chew chocolate bars and stuff in front of Tom Hanks and just kind of mess with him and stuff like that because Tom Hanks couldn't practically eat nothing. So you guys, this is a great opportunity to watch some phenomenal acting. Denzel Washington always gives us always a flawless performance. Always. And you know he's going to do it. Uh, all you got to do one weekend, I just want y'all to do a Denzel Washington weekend. And just pick five good Denzel movies. You ain't even got the. I'm not even gonna say good. Just pick five Denzel Washington movies, and they're all gonna be amazing. Sometimes I do that. I go. I just gonna have a Meryl Streep weekend. I mean, does he have a bad movie? No. Everything has been flawless. Uh oh. Uh oh. What? Producer Brandon disagrees. Equalizer. The Equalizer was awesome. I think Equalizer was good. I liked it. Absolutely. I wouldn't say it was an amazing movie, but I don't know if it. I wouldn't say it was bad. You guys, it was good. It I was good. It was, <laughs> it Denzel. Was good. Denzel is very, very versatile. I want to say that. Although I will say I don't know if anybody has anybody seen Denzel do a comedy. I have uh, not. I don't think I've really seen Denzel Washington do a comedy, but he is very good at the dramas. We know that he's played the villain, but for the most part, Denzel has gone and done some fantasy, sci-fi, a little bit kind of oh, yeah. action, and then turn right around and do a movie like this. So basically, um, Tom Hanks. Um, and Denzel Washington come together for this explosive movie. Um, really, Andrew Beckett uh, hides his homosexuality yeah. and his HIV status at a powerful Philadelphia law firm. But his secret is exposed when a colleague spots the illness's telltale lesions. So somebody at work always running a gal mouth. Okay? <laughs> then went Yo and then exposed mouth. somebody. And now, all of a sudden... He is uh, let go. And he knew Andrew Beckett, which is uh, Tom Hanks' character, knew them heifers let me go because of my disease, which is you can't do that. You can't fire somebody. because. So it's really good, you guys. And there's so mm -hmm. much drama that goes in between what's going on on the outside of court versus what's going on on the inside of court. And what's great about it is that Denzel Washington plays Joe Miller, who is the only lawyer that's willing to help him, but he's dealing with his own issues about his own personal biases. Oh, okay. So it was really good to kind of have the juxtaposition of the only person in the courtroom who is actually here to help you actually kind of has his own personal issues with your sexuality as well. And tell me the year again. 1993. Ken, I was three. <sighs> you were what, 13, 14? You were 14. Do you remember a lot of it? Yes, I do. I remember all of it. How, how honest question? It's not like a big funny. But how did it make you feel, like watching that and being fourteen and knowing how the world was and all that? I thought it was awesome mm -hmm. because we knew HIV was a real thing. We knew it was in the headlines. It was definitely a part of the '90s landscape. So Everybody crazy. was doing HIV and AIDS fundraisers. Yep, there was all kinds of um, billboards and topics about it. It was a huge hot button issue yeah not to mention um people don't even use the word homosexuality anymore i've been saying the word homosexuality because of i'm you know i'm describing, describing the movie yeah but even don't. today it's evolved from you know the uses of homosexuality um we've just evolved as a society Thank God. we've evolved with our thinking and we've evolved from our biases of mm -hmm. uh, discrimination towards a person who may have a disease and not only that that there are prescriptions and drugs available, medicine available now, 
to uh, support a person who has been di- uh, diagnosed. Yeah. Which did not exist, obviously, back in 1993. Um, one of the sad notes, there's a couple of men who were in the film, and uh, fortunately, uh, some of those men are not alive today as mm-hmm. a result. They passed not too long afterwards. Um, they showed up in the film. And I just want to say, you guys, <gasps> this was such a good movie. You really, if you haven't seen Philadelphia, because a lot of times these movies are old and you haven't seen them, you haven't heard about them, do yourself a favor. Go back and watch it. Go back and watch this movie. You have to. It is a, there may be a little bit of crying. I'm not going to say why. It's a tearjerker too? Just a little. I'm going to say this. It's an emotional tug at the heart. What if you don't have emotions? And let me tell you something. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. He is in the movie, too. And that's all I'm going to say. Y'all just need to. Antonio Banderas wasn't pop. He wasn't super famous when this came out. Mm -hmm. But it's a beautiful treat to see him show up on screen when it's now 2020. You can go back and watch an old movie and see some of your favorite actors. I love that. I love being able to go back and see a lot of uh, actors in their young days and seeing like their first films and stuff like that. And if you want to see Denzel Washington, this is a mustache Denzel Washington. Sometimes oh. Denzel Washington doesn't have a lot of facial hair in his movies. Yeah. But he has a straight on mustache. Wow. Go back and watch Philadelphia, you guys. It's an amazing movie. It's filmed in a real court, um, not a set um, that the city of Philadelphia allowed them to use. It's an amazing film. Mm-hmm. And I just want to leave it like that. I don't want to put too much extras on it. All right. I want you guys to take some time to go back and see this powerful, powerful movie. I'm going to say this about courtroom movies. Usually someone will say to me, well, they're very predictable. Either they're going to win or lose. Uh, well. <laughs> right? It was like, okay, I know. I get it. But I'm okay for the formula. I know that probably in the end he's going to win the case with some rousing closing statement. Right? Yeah. We get it. I think I have become more of a lawyer watching these law movies anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 you know, we were, we're sitting there talking about, well, um, we know there's going to be some evidence that's going to be entered at the last minute. Well, I didn't know yeah. that this was going to be evidence. I didn't have time to prepare, Your Honor. We, we know there are going to be these moments Always. in these courtroom dramas where at the last minute, the witness shows up that no one thought they could find. Yeah. The surprise witness. Surprise like, there's all these tropes that we know can happen, mm-hmm. and they're very formulaic in a courtroom TV show or courtroom movie. But I'm here for it. Yeah. Just sit back, enjoy the ride, and allow the movie to take you on a journey. It is a phenomenal movie. Obviously, it is my favorite courtroom movie. I do have five other films that I'm going to mention in this episode. Three of which are my honorable mentions, and one is my must-watch. So just sit back and relax when we get to that part of the episode. But that is my fave. Wow. And may I just say I haven't seen Just Mercy. Okay. With Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx, which counts as a courtroom movie. Yeah. But because I haven't seen it, I can't talk about it. You're right. Somebody out there listening might say, well, what about Just Mercy? As true integrity of this podcast, I will never talk about a movie that I haven't seen or a TV show I haven't watched. Mm-hmm. Because I feel that it's only fair to the fidelity of our podcast. So just for the record, I will watch Just Mercy. And I might bring it up later in a future episode. That's I it. it. I love it. Such a great job, Kenneth. Such Thank you. A phenomenal. Thank you very much. Phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal job. Thank Objection. You. Overruled. Um, hey!
Hey, you y'all see what we just did right there? Anything else you want to add, Your Honor? No, case dismissed. All right. Look at us. We're going to go on recess. Uh, and when we oh shit and when we (laughs) two of them in fact and they were also not very good movies oh by solving two Denzel Washington mysteries do you see these lawyers always doing too much always doing too much (laughs) always coming in and doing too much so there was a movie uh, called Carbon Copy 1981 oh when a rich white man sorry let me start that again okay when a rich white corporate executive finds out he has an illegitimate black son things Uh-oh. start falling apart for him at home and work and in his social circles wow it's a comedy wow okay all right and there's <laughs> another one which i do remember seeing in the video store called heart condition starring bob hoskins and denzel washington, i saw that movie where uh, denzel washington is a lawyer and he gets shot and comes back as a ghost not exactly to haunt bob hoskins but to get him to help solve his murder it's a buddy cop kind of formula. yeah i saw that we uh, rented that yeah Oh my god! Yeah, and it was courtroom. Wow, Brandon over there just doing stuff. Producer Brandon, thank you for that. Heart condition, everybody. Heart condition. Well, thank you. Uh, um, It won't be a hung jury. Oh, (laughs) did that work? (laughs) I'm gonna be honest with you. My mind went somewhere else, but I, you know what? Success. Um, we're gonna go on a break and we'll be right back. Hoarding America on BET. I'm Guy Daniels and we'll be taking a look behind closed doors of one of the most substantial issues facing all Americans and that's hoarding. Malcolm, don't touch that over there. That's mine. Don't touch it. Mama, mama, mama. It's a communion. It's a box of communion crackers. He said, do ye this and remember to me. How am I remember if it ain't here? Mama, you've been doing this. It's a whole two Shut years. Up. I'm to- your mama. I said, don't touch it. You know I need that shit. That's mine. Mama, do you need all of these pots and pans? Yes. You don't need all these. Mama, there's 52 pots. I got the collection from Paula D. Mama, Paula D don't even like that. I said, don't touch it. (sighs) Now, where the fuck are my cigarettes? Do you want to know what's going on behind your neighbor's door, behind your co-worker's door? Orders look like you and me. God, I just can't do this. Mm. I can't. There's too many people in my house and touch yeah. my stuff, and I don't know what to do. My anxiety is up. I can't find my cigarettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I can't do this no more. Um, how long have you been hoarding? I've been hoarding. Oh, no, I'm not a hoarder. Oh, okay. You're not ready to admit then that you hold on to things. I'm ready. It's okay. This is what we're here for. I'm Guy Daniels with Hoarding America. And we're not going to Put that down! Okay. Hoarding America. We'll go behind those doors and take a closer look. What's going on in the minds of these people? Now, this is a scrapbook that I made back in uh, 1982. And uh, the reason I want to keep it is because... Well, I, I, yeah, I understand there's no pictures in it. But the reason I want to keep it is because I may decide to do it again um, and take the pictures from the night. I don't have the pictures anymore, but, you know, there's things I really want to do. Um... Yeah. That's right on BET, Hoarding America. Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 9 Eastern Time. I'm Guy Daniels. Tune in to Hoarding America on BET. Oh my God. <laughs> Kenneth, Kenneth Brown, Kenneth Brown, Brown, Brown. Um, yes. I love, what I was going to say is, I'm going to read something to you, but I love 
that everyone is in it. I want to tell the audience to thank you so much, you guys, for being patient with us. You know, things got crazy, but we want to make sure we get these episodes out for you. And people, like you said, people were serious. I got some death threats. I got some people say they were going to fight me if we didn't get no episode out. Well, thank you for that, everybody. We appreciate your passion. And we appreciate how excited you are about our content. This is a labor of love. love. We enjoy putting this together for you. And we hope that you guys go back and watch these movies. We were going to host a My Fave movie night, but we weren't able to do that because of Auntie Rona. We have plans to interact with you on a a more physical basis. But we're going to have to wait until it's safe to do so. But those are still in our future plans. We want to do some uh, My Fave movie nights. My fave movie night. So, Cam, what I wanted to to tell you. Um, what you want to tell me? Is that there are some people. I mean, show you where some people are listening from. Mm-hmm. Um, which really surprised me. I'm going to go to one of our episodes. And have Somebody some listening, listening from where? We're going to look right now. Y'all. We're going to look right now. Y'all. Is anybody listening from um, Kansas? Hold on. Let me look at the, mm-hmm. uh, the stats. Anybody listening from uh, South Dakota? I've never been to North Dakota or South Dakota. Is anybody listening from there? North Dakota, South Dakota? I've never been to Montana. Is anybody listening from? I want to go to Montana and okay. Wyoming. Here we go. For one of our biggest ones, mm-hmm. the top country was United States, of course. Of course. Okay, thank but you, U.S. We have a good amount of people in the United Kingdom. No Australia, way. Australia, Canada, Sweden, Ireland, and Aruba. No way! Yes, that's why I had to keep. I had to keep saying internationally. Who's listening saying, in Aruba? I, uh, my friend, uh, Christopherson. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for that. In the UK, <laughs> no, for real though, people in the UK, what kind in of stuff Australia? Like that. And I'm gonna go to another one. I'm gonna go to another one. Real quick. Wow, this. it's just it's just Who fun. Else is it's just fun to know. Am I listening from Africa, from the beautiful continent of Africa? Well, we're gonna look right now. Speaking of that, let me tell you. I would love to know if anybody's listening. Black is king. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, On another one that we had a good amount of listeners on, we had Canada. Oh, Canada. United Kingdom, Netherlands. The Netherlands. Australia, Sweden, Greece, Russian Federation, Spain, Ireland, and guess what? Vietnam. Wow. Wow. I haven't been to any of those places, wow. and I would love to go and visit all those amazing, amazing countries. Thank you all for listening, our international listeners. We just wanted to give you all a shout-out real quick. We just wanted to. And say you thank know, you for listening. It's so amazing. So we appreciate you. We appreciate what you are doing when you are listening, and we appreciate that you are entertained by us. And I'm going to do one more thing and go to our latest episode and just see even though it just was out like we already have people that listen to our latest episode from Belgium and United Kingdom. Wow. Belgium? Belgium. That's amazing. I'm going to tell you the Belgian waffles. I don't like Belgian waffles. I only like them if they're homemade. No, I just don't like cuz some they be crispy sometimes. Like no, nope, I don't like a crispy uh, let me say that right now. I don't like a crispy waffle. No, it should be soft. And I like it right out of the waffle maker at home. I don't yeah. order waffles because from the kitchen to the table, they're cold. Yeah, I like the flat. At a restaurant, I don't do it. I like the big flat waffles that are like the size of the plate. Those are delicious. Delicious. Speaking of waffles, did you know Chicken and Waffles is selling boxed fried chicken at like Ralph's? Like no. It's chicken and uh, uh, Ro- Roscoe's brand. So nice. So cool. Anyway, Ken, I pass it to you. 
Well, guess what? I picked it up. You passed it to me and I picked it up. Huh? What do you know about it? <laughs> oh, I picked it up. I refuse. And I want to tell you all something. What Marcella's passed to me, I'm passing to you. Love, light, and goodness. We want to know what Marcellus's favorite court television show is. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. And I'm here to tell you on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Everybody in the listening world, we want to know. Marcellus, because you're the TV guy. Oh. Marcellus, because you're watching everything on the little tube. Marcellus, because you're there in the space of TV land. Marcellus, we want to know what are you watching on television that has to do with court? <laughs> oh, is it a drama? Is it a comedy? Can I answer now? <laughs> what is your favorite court television show, Marcellus? Well, thank you, Kenneth. I'm so glad that you asked me. I'm yeah. on the edge of my seat as well. Oh, hallelujah. And what I want to say is, mm -hmm. like you said, there are many. There are many. But yeah. I realize that I don't watch a lot of courtroom drama shows. Uh-huh. I have the few that I've seen and everything, but I don't seek them out uh -huh. uh, aggressively. Uh-huh. But there is one that popped in my mind that I realized this is considered a courtroom popped drama Popped in show. your spirit. It's popped in my spirit. Yeah. And it is... The Help. People versus O.J. Simpson, oh, American Crime Story. Oh, my God. If there ever was a court show. That's a court show? That's a court show, Marcella. That's a court show. And listen, the reason why I picked uh -oh. the American Crime... I didn't hit my mic. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, Lord. Y'all. Okay, producer Brandon going to beat me. Oh, God. Marcella, don't let nice. him hit me. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't joke. Oh, oh, my God. I shouldn't joke. We can't have nothing oh, nice. Oh, God. No, um, so this was American Crime Story. It is uh, a true crime anthology television series. I love me some anthology TV. Mm, mm. And you know who does it best. I know you're going to talk about Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy. I, why I knew you, you was going to say him. He got his hand in this. Uh. So uh, this is another one, a, a true crime anthology series uh, premiered on FX. So a lot of the actors you saw on FX are the same. You know what I did not know and I learned when I was in school is that a lot of stations and companies use the same people. Of course, we see this, but not we don't think about it that much. Like, that's why you see a lot of the same people on FX. You see a lot of the same people on Fox. You see a lot of the same people on the CW, stuff like that, because they use their same people. And I never thought of that. I thought, you know what? They do. Now that you said that, mm -hmm. that makes so much sense to me. Yeah. They don't always do it, but just think about it. Of course, American Horror Story was the same people because it was American Horror Story. But if you think about Sarah Paulson, she's on American Crime Story, American Horror Story, some other stuff on FX. You got um, uh, Angela Bassett has done a few things on FX and Fox because, you know, they're the same mother company. And so people have to think about that. These companies intertwine, too. Because, because if you do a good the job, the conglomerates own. They're going to want you to do something on another project too. on another project. But it's still the same. So you got Fox. So you'll see some of those same people on Fox. You see some of those same people on FX. You'll see some of those same people on FXX, whatever it's called. If you do a good job at the McDonald's on Figueroa, mm -hmm. they might hire you to work at the McDonald's on, on King. Arlington and King. But they begin your orders wrong in that one. Even well, Madison. I was going to go there last night and I was mad. It was closed. Yeah. 
It was shut down. I said, who shuts down McDonald's at night? Don't do it. But anyway, what a great show. Tell me about it because I haven't seen it. And everybody was talking about this show when it came out. Oh, you didn't watch it? No, I never watched it. So here's the whole thing. I did watch it in real life when it happened. Oh, right, 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 right. Well, now that is a courtroom drama TV show too. But I was a little kid, but I learned all about it and everything. Yeah. But here's the deal. It premiered. February 2nd, 2016, mm-hmm. and it revolves around O.J. Simpson's murder case, which yeah. was actually on TV, Yeah, and it's based on Jeffrey Tobin's book, The Run of His Life, The People vs. O.J. Simpson, which mm. came out in 97. Okay. So he wrote the book after the trial, which was in 95. Got it. So. You went with Wendy Williams on me like that. 95. 95, So, hot topics. Um, <gasps> okay. <laughs> so the deal is, though, is, what you said stood out to me is like people feel like, oh, why would I watch a courtroom drama show when I know it's going to either go one way or the other? But how mm. how even amazing is this that we already know which way it's going to go? Thank you. And we're still going to watch it. Thank you. We already know what's going to happen and we're still going to watch it because we've seen it before and now it's getting portrayed again. But it was that big of a deal yeah. that it had to be portrayed again on this platform. And this show was <laughs> good now i love cinematic television like yeah. hbo and everything else like that and sometimes yeah. broadcast tv kind of takes away from that uh-huh. but fx does its best at being as close to cinematic television as possible mm-hmm. and this did not disappoint this felt like a movie and it was like it was a limited series so i want to say it was like five or six episodes okay it literally felt like i was watching a movie that lasted that long and sarah paulson was great mm-hmm. um there was Cuba Gooden Jr. He played OJ, mm-hmm. uh, Sterling K. Brown, David Schremer, uh, and many more people. Yeah, There's a lot yeah. of people in there. Yeah, and you had all these people that we know that we see now, even the uh, Chris Jenner and yeah, all these people. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like when I watched that show and watched like how dramatic it was because it is a drama. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, this yeah. is an amazing show. This is letting a lot of people see what happened because you got a no new younger generation that didn't know what went on and didn't get to see the behind the scenes and here's another thing what i loved about the show mm-hmm. it did not play sides you weren't on a side okay because you know right. in real life you were right yeah you pretty much had made a decision i yeah. think a lot of people had from what well i tend to watch tv objectively too you watched it like because it showed what was going on in oj's life but it also showed what was going on in um just the prosecution the like that that family's life. Oh yeah, yeah. So the the um it showed the lives and then when it came to the courtroom cuz the courtroom was majority of the show, mm-hmm. it showed what was going on there and how the ups and downs and mm-hmm. stuff you didn't even know. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I I just loved it and listen. It received critical acclaim. I mean, this was one season of the show. The show has yeah. is multifaceted. Mm-hmm. Um but this is it uh this the season received critical acclaim uh-huh. with praise from most of the performances directing and writing and for the 68th primetime emmy awards the season received 22 primetime emmy award nominations and 13 categories winning nine. Oh my god more than any other show including outstanding limited series i'm so excited to hear that it was a great show i remember everybody was talking about it they were on the view it was like on entertainment weekly like and i was like i'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch it but like you said you know you tend to not be drawn to court shows. At least I'm not right away either, but I'm going to go back and watch that just based off of your recommendation. But listen, it won a Golden Globe 
for yeah. best miniseries or television film. Oh, that's awesome. And it won a Golden Globe for best actress for Sarah Paulson because she's she acted really good. Her ass. Didn't off. she play Marsha Cross? I think the yeah. the Lily prosecutor. She did. Oh, you know, I sometimes I get frustrated with Sarah Paulson because I'm so used to her own American Horror Story. So mm-hmm. I start watching her and sorry, world. I start watching her and I start thinking like. I feel like she's giving me that same character. But then when I really pay attention, she is devoted. Mm-hmm. You know, she is devoted to what she's doing. And you know what? I think of like Angela Bassett. If we really break it down, Angela Bassett kind of feels like Angela. Mm-hmm. But she's so good at it mm-hmm. that you realize this woman can act. Absolutely. So no matter what she's doing, you're like, oh, OK. Like she's serious. And you you believe her character, mm-hmm. even though she's doing a lot of those same like mm-hmm. quirks and ticks and mm-hmm. like body movements yeah i feel the same way about sarah paulson because mm-hmm. she had to grow on me because i started to realize that that's just her style yeah but she devotes herself all the way into every character oh, on american God. horror story she not only played like three different people in every season playing somebody different mm-hmm. but it's not even that mm-hmm. on one season she played a siamese twins with two heads and she had to do the different facial expressions <laughs> and the personalities for each sister each sister so she's brilliant Ryan Murphy, you are um, a god among men for how you... Phenomenal, sir. ...do what you do. Marcellus and I are available. And that's why I just... I want to keep telling you how amazing you are so you can hear me say it. (laughs) No. (laughs) I really, really, really... (laughs) Really, really, really love, 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 love this show. And if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, Mm -hmm. the other season, uh, one of the other seasons of American Crime Story uh, was just as deep, too, and that was with Regina King. Ooh. Oh yes! Oh my God, that one was intense. You guys, I couldn't even pull myself to watch it. It was too much. It is too much, but it's great. I haven't seen When They See Us yet. I'm still too triggered by that. Talk about court. that's a courtroom show too. Talk about a courtroom show. Yeah, when they see us, I, I just like I. It's in my. It's, it's on my list. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get to it. I promise. I'm gonna get to it. That's a lot. You guys, have you enjoyed what we've presented to you all today? I hope you have, Marcellus. Favorite TV judge, go. Favorite TV judge? Yep, you got to pick favorite TV judge. You know. Baloney! (laughs) (laughs) Judge Judy, everybody. Judge Judy is amazing. If we're talking about courtroom television, we're talking about courtroom uh, See, when uh, you said drama, I I, I really thought I couldn't do it because I really wanted to go for a Judy or a Judge Joe Brown or something. You could have. That's a television show. But you said when you – I'm not blaming you, but when you said courtroom drama – I immediately oh, was thinking drama. You series. sure could have did a courtroom show. You guys, this is the world. American TV is the world of courtroom. Yeah. We would be remiss if we did not pay homage. Dun dun dun. Oh. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Listen, the People's Court. And you just, you just hear. Right, right, right. <laughs> the defendant said that she did not want a dress like this. She wanted a wedding dress to look like Kim Kardashian's dress. But what she got. Was Mom Kardashian? You know they come with the stupid. Dun, dun. <laughs> and Judge Joe Brown and uh, I almost said Judge Maleficent. Judge <laughs> Joe Brown and uh, the People's Court. That's Judge Wapner, the old People's Court judge. Now I'm gonna listen. take y'all way back to the '80s. That was Judge Wapner's show, and now we got what's her name on the bench for People's but Court. For me, it's nostalgia mm-hmm. because when I was a kid, my grandma watched all the court. Oh shows. my God, court shows are a staple court of American shows, television soap right now. Operas and Matlock. Listen. And then my grandpa watched Lone Texas Ranger. <laughs> so I remember all those shows. And remember I remember Judge Hatchet? 
Yes, I remember Judge Hatchett. She be always crying with the kids. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to help you. I want you to be the best you gonna be. Who's that one that looks like just sweet as pie, but she did not play? This was not that long ago. This probably was like early 2000s. Mm. Uh, ju- she, she's black, short hair. She kind of did oh, divorce Oh, I know we're talking about. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Court. She's really uh, amazing. You're not talking about. Uh, uh, oh my God, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Maybelline, Judge Maybelline. Judge uh, Patricia Payton. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Payton, you're Judge a Payton. loser. You are. You're just lost. You don't get a participation award. Patricia Payton award. Patricia uh, You talking about Judge Ma- uh, Maybelline? Maybelline Ephraim. Judge Ephraim? No. Because the short hair is Judge Hatchet. She was also an uh, African-American woman. She wore a short hairstyle. That's the one who was, it seemed like she was always dealing with like juvenile kids and stuff in her court, and she wanted them this to do one, better. Is this her? What's yeah, her name? Lynn Toller. Lynn, Lynn Toller? Mm-hmm. I love Lynn Toller. Oh, I don't remember her. She's great. Yeah, Lynn Toller. I like Lynn Toller. I and then there's, a new, there's a new court show, uh, and there's like a really young mm-hmm. judge. I love her. Okay. Well, we can't talk about judges without talking about uh, what's his name? He called for crackheads. Not Judge Joe Brown. I want you to think about the other Judge ju- Mathis. Judge Mathis. Boy. Oh, my God. You know what? When I look at you, I know you a crackhead. You do crack. <laughs> you smoke crack. Because I used to smoke crack. And I know crack when I see it. You boy. You just talked up last night. Oh, Judge Mathis? I like Judge Mathis. I wish I could do him. There's some people that could do an impression of Judge Mathis. He is amazing. Judge Brown, Joe Brown is good, Mathis, but my favorite will always be Judge Judy. I love it. I love her because she reminds me of my grandmother. Yeah. Oh, Judge Judy is no joke. And she's the highest paid judge on television. She has an estimated worth of over $400 million. I love that meme where she's like hitting her wrist looking like I don't got time. Oh, Oh, my God. I love her. Oh, my God. She comes in. Don't have nobody dog bite nobody. Mm -hmm. So what? You had a German Shepherd and you had your eight-year-old daughter holding the German Shepherd? And you thought she can handle the German Shepherd on the leash? Well, that's going to cost you $1,200. Judgment for the plane. Oh, she's no joke. I love her to death. Some people don't like her. She's too mean. No. Oh, I love she's it. She's right on track for me. I love it. Because she don't got time. You're not going to come disrespect her. She said, she said, is this your witness? She said, yes, Your Honor. She said, come to the stand. She said, did you know you were coming to court today? She said, yes. And that's what you decided to wear? <laughs> yes. Sit down. I said, oh, she liked she was going to the club. I, I said, that might have been, that's the only time. I said, oh, Judge Judy, that might have been the only thing she had. Right. She said, sit she down. Somebody. She could have called somebody to borrow something. I would have been so mad at my friend. Right. I told you to put on your, at least put a blazer over there. I told that. you to put on your interview clothes. <laughs> anyway, you guys, um, that is, we're going to take a break right now. We just want to kind of pay homage to all the uh, TV judges. We couldn't have this episode without talking about TV judges. Uh, who's your favorite TV judge? Put it in the comments below. And also, who's your pastor? Put it in the comments below. <laughs> we'll be right back. My name is Patty Penelope, and I transform children into world-renowned dancers. That's what I'm known for. I have the best dance studio in California. Everybody wants to be there, so I'm giving you a personal invite. Bring your kids. I'm going to let them in. All I ask is that your payments go through. I even have a parent to tell you about it right now. Hi, I'm Marsha West. My daughter is Dubai West. All I can tell you is that she has made a complete 360. Her confidence used to be zero. Now she's a hero. She actually looks me and my husband in the eye when she talks to us. 
Thanks, Barry. That's right. Little Dubai was pigeon-toed, and I fixed it for her. I want everyone to know that this is the best dance studio in California. And listen, I want you to know now, I love you guys, but I have no time for your kids. Hey, you guys shut up, okay? You're not going to get the trophies dancing like that. <laughs> I have no time for your kids' bullshit. I want them to be amazing. Here's one more parent to tell you about it. Dina Lee Covington here, and uh, my baby's Ambrosia Covington. Listen, I am a little worried because my baby's hair's falling out. I think it's due to the stress. However, my baby has juvenile diabetes, and doctor says I should keep her in some type of physical activity. So we're going to keep her here at the... Oh, God, she's approaching me with a stick. Do you guys think you're going to beat Blessed Move Studio dancing like that? <laughs> Shit! Listen, just because I hit your children does not mean I don't love them. Anyway... I always make sure to treat your kids with respect because I respect them. All I want you to know is we're in Burbank, 425 North Burbank Ave. I need you guys there. Will I see you? I hope so. Come on down. <laughs> Shut up and dance. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to talk about our must watch. I'm so sorry. What is going on, Marcella? Did you bite your tongue? What'd you do? I was Did your feeling come out? You said welcome back, and I was about to add in and be saying welcome back with you, and I started choking, and I was the only one to realize didn't start laughing. I'm so sorry. I'm oh, back, no. Welcome back. Okay, tell me, did you see God? Mm-hmm. What does God look like? He black. I knew it. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be greens in heaven? Yeah, mustards. I'm okay with that as long as they ain't turnips. I'd rather go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now... <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we're going to talk about our must watch. Because I'm just going to live a life going to hell. If God going to make you eternal greens in heaven, I'll take hell. Kenneth, I'm going to start. Go ahead. My must watch is how to get away with murder. I was so glad you drew that out because I wanted you to draw that out. Yes, that's an amazing court show. It is an amazing court show and Anime. i've spoke about it before so i won't go too 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 in depth but i must say that it is not only a great show mm -hmm. it has so much suspense annalise keating who is viola davis is amazing uh, all the actors and actresses are amazing and for that to be on like broadcast television like daytime TV, yeah prime time yeah such a great show i love it viola i love you we love you shonda rhimes i love you even we though love technically you. it was shonda rhimes um protege i'm sorry what that did this show shonda rhimes protege did the show mm -hmm. you telling me something new yeah shonda rhimes protege i got i looked that up to fact check i could be lying but i believe it's shonda rhimes <laughs> protege who wrote with her on another show with scandal and everything else this show was like his product, but Shonda Rhimes still name was all on it. Got she it. had a lot to do with it too, and it okay. pushed the show even more. That's amazing. She That's lended her clout. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna lend my clout <laughs> one day. And also for my honorable missions. Wow. Oh, that's my alarm. No respect. No. For my, <laughs> for my honorable mentions. Don't beat me, producer Brown. For my honorable mentions, I must say, all right. Even oh. though I haven't, <laughs> y'all right? Yeah. I'm Even fine. though I haven't really got to really watch it, uh, All Rise, I just love, love, love that it has this black woman in the forefront 
She is amazing. Wait, did you just pick a show that you ain't seen? Come I said on, I haven't love. seen it all. Wait, no. wait, what you? <laughs> No, I, I'm not lying. No, no, I know, but it was just funny because you was just like, it's this woman in the front, and it's called All Rise, and I just like this black lady because she been, on the poster. I've been really <laughs> trying to watch it, everybody. I'm being honest. I am not. I'm trying to look for her Is name. Is that on too. Netflix? I'm trying to look for her name, too, because she was on... Um, she was on... Uh, Wait, she was on Luke Cage. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I'm just laughing because it sounded like, and that's the poster I saw with this black lady holding a uh, gavel, and I said, "I'm gonna watch." Okay, I get it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Simone. Oh, that's hilarious, Simone. I when you said "All Rise," it's like I've seen that ti- that thumb title. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You go through the movies. You're I just to love see. it. I love seeing. Is that a that. comedy? Uh. I don't know. Oh, and <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest, everybody. I'm just telling you. <laughs> and also, Judge Faith, which is a regular courtroom show. She's just so pretty. And Judge Faith. Judge Faith. It was another a new a newer Judge show. Oh, okay. It ended in 2016, 2018. Okay. But anyway, that's all, America. That's all I got for you. Well, now it's we're gonna turn it over. We're gonna turn over a new leaf, and the new leaf is Kenneth. Okay. Honorable mention before I get to my must watch. You have got to watch To Kill a Mockingbird with Gregory. If you don't go back and watch To Kill a Mockingbird, that is one of the, I mean, must-watch court movies. Okay? Amazing. Amazing. Also, I'm going to make a drink called Tequila Mockingbird. Ooh, Marcella. Now, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. That sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. It came out in 1962. You got to watch it based off the book. Did you have to read To Kill a Mockingbird in school? Mm-hmm. I didn't have to read it. Um, next, A Time to Kill. Now, A Time to Kill, now this is a young Matthew McConaughey. Samuel Jackson's career was just getting started. Sandra Bullock's career was just getting started. And you need to go back and watch young Sandra Bullock, young Samuel L. Jackson, and Matthew McConaughey. This is the movie that made him a star. Mm. To Kill a Mockingbird, I mean, uh, A Time to Kill was, again, about some man being on trial down in the South or something he didn't really do, and these lawyers come together to come and save him. It's a little white savior-ish, but it's okay. Just go with it. We'll go with it. And then the last one, I cannot talk about a courtroom movie without talking about A Few Good Men. Ooh, just a few. With Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise. Do y'all remember? I mean, this is one of the most quoted lines in cinematic history. When Tom Cruise is... Uh, cross-examining um, the the officer played by Jack Nicholson and he asked him a question about the truth. What is the truth? What is the truth? I want the truth. I want the truth. And what does Jack Nicholson say? You can't handle the truth. Oh, I see. Like only Jack Nicholson can. If you want to know where that line came from, you need to go back and watch A Few Good Men that came out in 1992. My last but not least must watch court movie which is a comedy my cousin Vinny. oh i oh. love that movie every time i watch it i want some grit listen joe pesci ralph macho we always love you we'll always be the karate kid to us and marissa tomei oh you guys hilarious these two dudes is coming back they gotta go to college they took a trip and they got accused of murder down in alabama they're like, who are we going to call? Who are we going to call? They call their, co- oh, my cousin Vinny's a lawyer. Well, he's a lawyer, but he ain't never went to trial. <laughs> cousin Vinny come all the way from New York down to the South. And the one thing I need you to just know is he's straight up New Jersey. Hey, yo, uh, Joanna, these two Utes, 
And the judge, <laughs> he says, what? He said, the two Utes. The Utes. <laughs> That's all y'all need to know. You gotta watch it. Joe Pesci, amazing. Marissa Tomei, a delight. Ralph Macchio, please, please, please watch it. And we're gonna shout out Judge Chamberlain, played by Fred Gwynn, who played Herman Munster. On the monsters, so I just delightful to see him. So that's it, you guys. Yeah, that's my I'm must watch. So, so proud of you. You know, I must tell you, we the jury find you not guilty. Thank you, Your Honor, because my alibi, I was with her all night. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Well, Kenneth, it. um, where can the people find you? You guys can find me on Facebook. How are they gonna find me? Oh, um, just look up because I have I'm changing my name. I haven't changed it yet, but it is Kenneth Brown. So I must point this out that you've been changing your name since the podcast. I haven't got around to it yet, but, but I'm gonna do it. We established that the podcast has been going on for two years. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Ken Brown Seven Nine. We should have an anniversary party. Oh, we should. Who are we gonna invite? Oh, I have been watering my grass. My grass is so green, y'all. I'm so proud. We, we can just put some lawn chairs and put COVID. three people on the, each side of the lawn, and that's it. Max six. Because of COVID. First six to register, you get to come to the uh, anniversary party. What is our anniversary month? Uh, I want to. Mm. I know it's in the summer. I want to uh, say July or August. Well, it's August, right? Oh, my yeah. God. This is our two-year this anniversary. Is, this is, we just hit two-year, yeah. So, but. for the two-year anniversary gift, y'all want to know what you get somebody for a two-year anniversary gift? What do you get someone? For the two-year anniversary gift, cotton. So, the first one is paper. I'm triggered. And then the second... I didn't say you had to pick it. I'm triggered. I'm going to get you some cotton jeans. And whenever I hear cotton, I'm triggered. The shirt. I know somebody with the last name cotton. Triggered. If you do a modern gift, you get someone China. I was going to say polyester. Um, great. If you're looking for me, you can find me at Marcellus underscore kid. And that's everywhere. That's right, everybody. We're so excited that you all joined us. Next time, we're going to do a whole nother episode about something else. And please check out some of our other projects. If you are loving us and are obsessed with us auntie tina you can check out auntie tina you can check out kenneth and his cooking with quadel quadel all through Don't facebook get his name wrong because he gonna get you he gonna get me and burn me with some grease and i have been doing a lot of videos with uh promoting vitiligo lately and things tell them about nature. your show with edward also me and edward are doing lives live uh instagram lives every now we switch to thursday so every thursday at four we're doing Instagram live and we're talking about a lot of important topics, but it's all fun and under the sun. Please, please join in and we will be doing much more. There's so much more to come. I'm telling you the the universe is working. God is working. Everything is working. Work it out. Baby got a light bill due. Work it out. Baby got a car note due. Work it out. Baby needs a new shoe. Work it out. Yeah. So if you are feeling great say amen amen <laughs> i love when the people at church used to say amen so the one Pow. lady at my church she's like amen and a man amen. <laughs> we said okay <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, can I tell you this last part as we leave? Me and Edward used to, in the church, go to some church to visit, and there was a lady in the back. And every time, like, people say amen, you would hear her. I kid you not. She would go, Amen. <laughs> no. No, you're not going to leave me with that. And now that's, not how you gonna, that's not how you're going to end this episode. I'm still a pasta. Absolutely not. Amen. Uh-uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, don't do that. I got to watch some cartoons now. Don't you do that. Bye, everybody. Ah!